Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. Have a bonus edition of the show for all of you listeners today, and some of you may already know this fact, but we were so excited to launch our brand new podcast called The Sideline, and of course, it's hosted by Vicky Duvall, current pro tennis player and all-around just fantastic human being who offers her perspective on everything going on throughout the tennis world, shares some of the experiences she has had throughout her pro career what a pro career it has been. And of course, this week, she speaks with someone who's on the ground in Australia, currently experiencing the quarantine that all the players gearing up for the Australian Open are going through. She speaks with Ali Risk about life in Australia, what she's doing to pass the time, stay in shape, and of course, so much more. It's always great to hear Vicky on the show. I mean, again, such a loving personality, and I think she really does get the best out of her guests. So I know all of you listeners are going to enjoy this podcast again which was, of course, particularly pertinent given all of us currently wondering what is happening on the ground in Australia. So we thought we'd run it as a bonus episode for all of you listeners on the Cracked Interviews podcast, of course, so that you don't miss a single episode of The Sideline. Be sure to go like, rate, subscribe, review that podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, whatever that may be. Of course, a huge shout out to our friends over at Midwest Sports for giving us the freedom to do these sorts of things day in, day out. Go to MidwestSports.com, use that promo code CR15, get 15% off your order. But without further ado, let's get to this week's episode of The Sideline where Vicky Duvall speaks with pro tennis player Allie Risk. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. I'm your host, Vicki Duvall. Today, we're rejoined by a favorite on this podcast, Allison Risk Armitage. I did a whole episode talking about her life and her amazing career. So if you want to check that out, it's somewhere on my feed a couple episodes ago. She is currently ranked 26 in the world and is living that quarantine life in Melbourne, Australia in preparation for the slam. I wanted to get some behind the scenes content for us on what the conditions are like for the players Ali, I know you're in competition mode, so I won't take up too much of your time, but thank you so much for joining me for part two. Yeah, of course. I'm honored to be back. And um, yeah, you're not taking up any time whatsoever. I have 12 hours a day literally here uh, in quarantine, and so I'm happy to be spending it with you and uh, to give people a little bit of insight to what we're going through. Yay! We love that behind-the-scenes content. So let's start at the beginning of this whole journey. I know some players were flown. Well, basically all the players were flown on charter planes from specific cities. I know 
some of my friends flew from Miami, some flew from LA. So where did you fly from and how many people were on your flight? Yeah, so we, um, I mean, Tennis Australia orchestrated, I think, 18 planes. And um, if you flew economy, you, fl you flew for free and we were all spaced out. Um, and so we actually, all of us had a row to ourselves, which was amazing um, just for comfort purposes. But um, I embarked in LA and I stayed there with my fam my in-laws for about a week prior to boarding. We had to get a negative um, test 72 hours before we boarded the flight. And um, I got mine on Sunday. We left on Wednesday and there were... I believe 70 players uh, on our flight, or sorry, 70 people uh, on our flight, I think 32 or 30 players, um, men and women. And um, we arrived in Melbourne on Friday early, 5 a.m. We were so excited and um, looking forward to everything here in preparation for the Australian Open and um, got our test on Friday. Saturday, we received an email saying that our flight was compromised, and upon arrival, there were actually um, two, but now we found out there's actually three positive uh, test results from our flight. Therefore, everyone on the flight has to quarantine for 14 days. So we're not allowed to leave the hotel. We no longer can go have our five hours outside, um, which is really unfortunate, and you know, a lot of us were not expecting this but um here we are and um definitely uh trying to stay sane and <laughs> keep things in perspective yeah i mean obviously i think that's something really unfortunate for you and the other players that you know had negative tests when you arrived because you know the fact that a couple people were compromised on that flight and obviously you're having to pay the price of trying to find a way to get through it i think that's really hard i understand why they're doing it from a health perspective but also i think from the perspective of the player i think that's really hard so i know you said you got there was it three days ago so you have how many days do you have left in your quarantine 12 oh I have this out. We're doing a daily countdown. I got my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the 19th. We arrived on the 15th. I believe that that was considered day zero, but um, I could be wrong. I, well, actually, we get out on the 29th. I know that much. So that would have been day one. So one, two, three, four. We're on day five. Um, currently, we get out on the 29th. And, um, yeah. <laughs> That's a long time. I mean, it honestly, I think the thing that kind of was crazy to me, obviously, like when you're playing a tournament, right, in normal conditions, I feel like being in a hotel room is already not to like it's it's a very first world problem for me to say but like being in a hotel room is already like a little bit exhausting even when you do have the chance to go out and practice and play like it's not fun to just like be at a hotel and travel and do this and that like yes if we're not competing and we get to go see the city great but i think people don't understand that that life is already kind of hard so now with the added 14 days of just not leaving i mean i know some players have been putting some mattresses up against the wall to practice. And I think one player even ran a 5K in her room. So how have you been staying sane and in shape even? 
<laughs> I tell you what, this has definitely shown how creative um, all of the players are, which is actually kind of awesome to see. And it, it's entertained a lot of us too. Um, you know, we were delivered a bike yesterday, which is very helpful. Um, I have bands and you just have to make the best of the situation. Obviously it's out of our control at this point. And um, we are testing negative, which I think, um, you know, is a big point to be had. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not ideal, but we're making the most of it. I actually, it was fun. Bethany Matic um, scheduled a little, discussion and meditation this morning for Christina McHale and I and so that was really fun and um, they were on my flight as well and so today I, I've done workouts the last few days which I actually put on my Instagram um, but it's a lot of hard work to video and then cut the cut the video and then put it on so you know what I think I was good for the first two days I'm not sure how many more days I'm gonna last doing that but um, I was just gonna do yoga today more of like a recovery um, approach for today since I have you know done a few workouts the last few days but um yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to keep things in perspective and it, it, it is true that there are zero cases currently in Melbourne in the public. So we have to respect that and realize, you know, we aren't special cases here and um, um, we're just, we're, we're trying to stay as positive as we can. I think that's, you know, the best you can do really. And it sounds like, you know, you have good perspective about it, which is great. I know some of the other players, you know, everyone's trying to take it in stride, but obviously it's a little bit tougher for others. But I just have a quick question about your workout because I find it so interesting. I've seen so many other players posting stuff as well. And I was kind of wondering if players were finding stuff on like YouTube or something or doing workouts from what they had saved previously. So are you kind of going off memory or are you actually following something online? That's a great question. I actually... I'm taking pride in trying to be creative with what I have here. I actually told my trainer back home what was in the room. And I said, look, like you're off the hook because there's just too many moving parts. Like you don't have to send me something. I'm going to figure this out. Um, so I have been coming up with them. And a lot of the things are just variations of what we do at home. So while we don't have the specific weights or we don't have the specific equipment, you know, you can kind of make do with what's in here. What I think would be really nice though, and this room is really lacking, is somewhere where I can put a waistband around my waist and have something, you know, like I can do some explosive work in the band, but I've tried to put it around the table and the table moved like five feet. I'm just way too explosive. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I can't find anywhere that's like the right height and that is going to stay put. So that, this room, you know, just, it's lacking that department. <laughs> I have a quick question. So I think there's two people now that I've seen on social media pacing back and forth, running a 5k. Is that on your training plan or no? <laughs> that is serious. And I must say that's not on my plan. <laughs> <laughs> that is not on my plan. I really respect the creativity and um, the dedication there as I do with the people that are taking their mattresses off the bed and putting them against the wall and hitting. I'm just not that desperate. Like I, I have faith in my timing. I'm not so sure about 
about the serve and return, but from the ground strokes, I'm not, I'm not desperate yet. So, um, however, I do respect the creativity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the first to confirm that your ground strokes are very much on point and they don't really mean that much work TVH. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I'm not so worried about them, but I must say I am worried about my serve and return. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mattresses being on the wall, so I saw a tweet that said hotels, I don't know which hotel it was, or maybe it was a combination of hotels. There was a, you know, a number floating around 50k in fines for noise complaints. I don't know how true that is, because I don't know. I also take everything on Twitter with a bit of a grain of salt. Have you heard any noise where you are? That is so crazy. Um... I haven't personally, I didn't know about that fine. I know fines, obviously, if you obstruct the protocol that's in place, rightly so. Haven't heard about the noise complaint. But you know what I do here, and it's so funny. Jen Brady is literally five floors down in the exact same room as me. And we were talking the other day, and I'm like, Jen, like, I don't know if it's a streetcar. It's not really loud, but you hear it. Like, what is that? She's like, Allie, it's the elevator. (laughs) I literally, it never occurred to me, but it is very inconsistent and I hear it. And um, I would have wondered for 14 days had it not been for Jenny, what the heck that noise is. But um, I'm able to put up with it. So that's okay. (laughs) Are you right next to the elevator or what? Right next to the elevator. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, it does tame at night. So I, I'm not as affected. But sometimes in the morning, I'm like, holy cow, I thought we were all supposed to be in quarantine. Like, why is this elevator being used so much right now? <laughs> I guess maybe the people bringing food. That's so interesting. Everything just seems... There you go. There you go. See, like that little thing right there, that just didn't even occur to me. <laughs> Someone has to get y'all fed. <laughs> that's so true. Keep us with a bike and some food and we're, we're going to make it through. <laughs> So speaking of food, um, I know I feel like everything you've answered, I'm just kind of easing into the transition. I love it. (laughs) So I've seen a couple players post and not just, I mean, I know Tennis Australia is literally working so hard and I think it's kind of amazing that they've been able to even put this together given how strict Australia has been. So not to knock on them whatsoever. I think it's very incredible what they're doing and the opportunity to get you guys paid and get you guys playing. You know, obviously that first round prize money is huge, kind of will, you know, whatever happens, it'll set everybody up for the rest of the year. So I think that's a beautiful thing. But I've seen a couple players post about the food situation. And some players have been complaining about the taste. um, And others have been complaining about the portions and also that it's not like what they ordered. So I don't know how on the scale of complaints, I don't know how where that how serious that is, but give us the scoop on what the meal situation is like. I am probably the wrong person to ask when it comes to food because I am a human garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> so like I honestly hear ruffling at my door and I'm like, oh God, the food's here. Like I go and run and get the food. So I couldn't care less what's in there. I will say portions are a little bit tiny, but, um, 
honestly, I, I haven't had an issue with the food. And with all of this being said and the complaints that go in, Tennis Australia has been extremely generous and has given us a $100 allowance that will go into our prize money at the end for delivery each day. And with that, you literally cannot complain and you um, can't say anything bad about it because you have an alternative and you can literally get whatever you want um, delivered to you. So from that perspective, um, I, I couldn't say anything bad about the situation. We love that. Tennis Australia will be so happy to hear that too. <laughs> yeah, so- they definitely work so hard. And like you say, I can't imagine while it stinks for us, it stinks for them. So um, it's just a really unfortunate situation all around. But with that being said, we have an opportunity to play. We have an opportunity to make, you know, a great paycheck. And um, it's not ideal, but I think the ideal, the world just isn't an ideal place right now, too. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, going back to the food, I feel like portions are smaller anywhere outside the U.S., honestly. <laughs> That's so true. I'm used to like, okay, you order a burger, but like you actually get like two burgers. (laughs) Like this is, that's America. And like a refill is not a thing outside the US or something. Like, yeah, like you get a Coke and you're going back up, like, give me more. They're like, oh, what? what? You can buy more. (laughs) And we're just spoiled. We're so spoiled. Um, okay, I want to ask a bit of a serious question. It's not serious. None of this is serious. But <laughs> um, so besides the obvious of not being able to leave your room, what do you think is the toughest part about being stuck in your hotel room all day? Personally, I think the hardest part is, um, uh, you know, I'm speaking for everyone here. I know everyone's put a lot of time and effort into their training and off season. Um, I'm actually probably an exception. I've had a few different things come up in in my training that I've had to take some time here and there. Um, So I didn't actually have an ideal off season, but um, I know um, the intention was there. And for everyone here, they've spent so much time, effort, as we all do on a daily basis. Um, And to know that it's now um, interrupted by having to literally take two weeks off of of um, all the work and effort that we put in. While it's not a huge deal, and I think, you know, after a week, really, even a few days, a lot of us will be back to what we were. It's just kind of having to rationalize with that, um, with that reality. And so, um, honestly, even more so than being in the hotel room, I think that's what I would struggle with is just not being able to have the preparation that we, um, or that I was, um, that I was hoping for. So I think that's the toughest part. And that's where you just have to, um, take it for what it is, uh, realize that you can't do anything about it and just make, make the most of what you can. So how are you feeling now going into, because I know you'll have a couple of days once you're out of the quarantine. How are you feeling going into the Australian Open? Yeah, actually, before the Australian Open, we'll actually have more like a week um, because they do have the lead up tournament, the warm up event um, that I am scheduled to play. So I, I still intend to play it. I'm not sure how pretty it will be, but um, I'm excited to. <laughs> 
to have that opportunity still to play an event before. And like I said, we'll have a week um, regardless of what happens in that event, whether you, I keep winning or if I, if I don't and I have time to train. So um, there will be a little bit more work behind me at that point going into the Australian Open. So I think just as we do each week, I think just trying to do the best you can with what you have. And it's never the same each week. And obviously it really won't be the same, you know, the coming weeks, but we can only, um, we can only do the best we can with what we have on that day. And so I'm actually excited for the challenge. I think it's something that a lot of us have never been through before. And so it will be, um, it'll be an interesting time. And um, again, I'm just, I'm grateful to have the opportunities to play. I think that's awesome. And we will be rooting for you and cheering for you all the way in, well, me, all the way in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully a couple other people too, maybe. I know, just me. No, I'm just going to be the only one cheering for you. (laughs) Allie, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Sideliners, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode this week. Thank you again for tuning in. Allie, you're a treat as always. And I will catch you guys on another episode next week. Bye.